Well, welcome back to the Team Church Podcast with Kevin Gerald. So glad you're here today. My name is Brandon Stewart. I'll be your host for this conversation. We have created this space, this podcast, to have the conversation that every team needs to be having. And so today, as always, we're going to tee up a conversation, an important conversation for now, and encourage you to finish this conversation with your team at home. And uh, we believe this will help you and strengthen you as we lead in important times right now. And uh, Coach K, so excited to be back on the white couches here with you today. Here we for are. Another great I am, I am ready to go. Round three, right? In Absolutely. Series we're in. Yeah, we've been talking about leadership distinctives. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm thankful for the conversation you've been leading us in around three C's, character, core competencies, and culture. Mm-hmm. And today we're going to lean into the third one. We're going to talk culture today because everything rises and falls on leadership and and culture is a big part of that right Um, we just really believe that every lid that we experience is ultimately a leadership lid and i know that the lens that we want to look at this conversation today is through a leadership lens Mm -hmm. around culture and so excited to continue on in this series of conversations here's where i wanted to start with you the conversation around culture isn't necessarily a new one right. at Team Church. We've, we've had it, and you've led that well for us for a lot of years. But the last couple of years have been different in the church. So my first question for you today is just simply, what's different about the culture conversation now? <laughs> yeah, well, the need. The, need, the need is greater. The, the need is different, and the need is greater. Mm. Um, I would say that there's some methodology that has shifted. Uh, shifted. For example, I think through the pandemic, we found out, wow, we really need to get back to discipleship. We need to get back to Bible. Mm. We need to get back to some solid foundation. So we found some things that we need to emphasize um, within the context of church right now. Right. But culture, as you know, I mean, there's a there's an internal element, external element of culture. The external element of culture is the room that you're sitting in, the walls being painted, the excellence that you right. sense and feel. But the internal part is the values part. It's the part of, no, we really do value having a culture where everyone is considered. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about Champion Center. We yeah. consider everyone would be one of our values. Um, and so now more than ever before, with all the division and the strife and emphasis on things that would divide and separate, um, we, we need now more than ever before a culture that says we consider everyone. We don't just consider ourselves. We don't consider where only we've come from. We consider where other people are coming from. And we, we find a continuity and a strength in the one thing that brings us together. Mm. Another thing about a champion center culture, for example, is that we express life. Mm. So, you know, when it comes to expressing life, when there has been two years of crazy like we've had, um, there's going to be a greater need now more than ever before for people to be bold Mm. and people to have faith in an atmosphere of fear in a space of hesitation, in a time where leaders are hesitating a lot, I would just say the culture-carrying leader, pastor, 
team, all who are watching and listening today, the culture carrying leader is mm. now needed more than ever before. And by that, I mean the, the cult, you're, if you're carrying faith, if you're carrying an absolute belief in the gospel is, is the need, and we are the light of the world, we are the salt of the earth. If you're carrying that now, and you're a culture carrier with that, when people walk into the atmosphere of our church, they feel something different than they're feeling on the outside of our church, which is hesitation, uncertainty, mm-hmm. worry, fear. So I would just say the need right now is greater than ever before. That's great. And when we talk about culture, and you've already started to allude to it, so let's let's lean in for a minute. You know, we're not just talking about the paint on the walls, the, the what the logo looks like, the way the building smells, all of which are very important and are a part of, of culture. But I think you've really picked up on the value side of, of culture and the need to arm the leaders and the people that call our church, their home church, uh, to be culture carriers. Mm. And I, I know you wanted to kind of talk about a culture carrier today. So will you describe for us today, what, what, do, you, what do you see when you say culture carrier? Like, what does I, that mean for you? Yeah, I always, I always, as you know, and many of you may know that are listening or watching today, is that my kind of my starting point with teaching and talking about culture is Matthew 10. Right. And Jesus was sending out the 70 and he gave them some clear, specific instructions that they were to be a certain way and they were to, they were to be the thermostat, not Mm. the thermometer. Right. Right. And they were going to go into atmospheres that were going to be different Mm. than what they were meant to be. Mm. And he was saying, when you go, I want you to do these five things, you know, like, and and he lists them, like, don't take any extra robes or sandals on your feet. And he basically gave them this, this commissioning that told them, I need you to not break rank with this kind of being. I need you to be like this. So for me, I I think of that. I think, you know, my church needs me to be courageous right now. Mm. They need me to be bold right now. Yes. They don't need me to waffle in a season of struggle. And, And so because they need that from me, that's part of my calling. I'm a leader. I'm supposed to lead toward faith. I'm supposed to lead toward the church, toward the belief that no matter what's going on in the world, this is who I am. I stand on solid, mm. on a solid foundation of hope and confidence and faith that God is with us and that no matter what's going on in the world, that he is the rock that we will build on. Mm. And so that dynamic right now to me is, is the, you know, it's, that's the important element i think of what i would explain to you um as being being the the thing that we are meant to be did i get that right with your yeah there's a lot of fresh emphasis right now in the church on some of the spiritual side of leadership and rightfully so there's a really fresh call to prayer Mm -hmm. it's a really fresh call to the word i love it i'm Mm -hmm. i'm here for it Right, right now in this season. But I think an argument we'd want to make is that we don't want to set up a dumb dichotomy between that 
and being a culture carrying leader. Right. That the two run right alongside of each other. And I'd love I'd love if you would if you would talk to the leader or the pastor that says it's, it's, it's all about discipleship right now, or it's all about the word. We're, we're thankful sure. those things are being elevated in importance absolutely. as they are at our, at our own church right, right now. Absolutely. But that doesn't negate the need to lead culture. Could you talk to us about how those two run right alongside each other? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, well, there are some things that we cannot do. Um, and that's where God comes in. But I I absolutely believe that God is not going to lead our soul for us. He's not going to choose our thoughts for us. Mm. He's not going to choose your attitude for you. Um, he's not going to make your choices having to do with your attitude and your beliefs and your thoughts and your words. All of those things are 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 that's that rest on us, and that's where the soul is. So I've been a lot just encouraging pastors to regard your soul right now. The psalmist said in 42, uh, Psalm 42, David said, why are you downcast, my soul? Mm. And I think that right now is a good time for pastors and, and church leaders to say, why are you hesitant, soul? Why are you drawing back, soul? Why, why are you still stuck in some of the tension of the world, soul? Why, why are you why are you down there? Yeah. Why are you wo- so worried right now, soul? It's time for us to like question those those things that got we're stuck in and the discouragement mm. if you're stuck in that and do that for ourselves. The spiritual side of thing is uh, of, of everything is that as you do that, sing that song of praise. Sing that song of honor. Glorify God and declare that you, Lord, are most high. You have all power in heaven and on earth. You are building your church. I'm just helping and partnering in the best way I know how. Yeah. And, and worship him and honor him and have that spiritual dynamic. Recommit yourself to prayer. Yep. Recommit yourself to fasting. Commit yourself to being in tune and sensitive to the work of the Holy Spirit in your life. So the two side by side yes. are are what's really helpful and important. Don't neglect either one of them. Your soul cannot and your spirit cannot be. So the soul is the mind, the will, the emotions. Yep. And I don't know who out there might have different ideas about soul, but your mind is part of your soul. So your thoughts is part of your soul. Your will to mm. will to not do it, to do it, that's soulish. Mm. Your emotions are your soul. Mm. The spiritual part of the person right now is the one that when you get spiritual and you pray prayers for God to work in your life, I was telling somebody this morning about some things that have happened and people that have come into my life, our world, our team, our ministry, that I could not have orchestrated that in a million years. Mm. It, 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 God brought those people there. God put them right. in our life. God is the one that has given me the 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 people around me that I have, I've just seen it and, and stepped into it and followed God, but I could not have made it happen. And that, so staying spiritual and praying prayers and bold prayers is the spiritual side. And on the soulish side, you, God will not make those choices. Mm. We have to choose for ourselves those choices. And that's really where the culture comes in. I want all of my team to do this. I want my team, get your head up. Yep. Come on, get your thoughts up. 
Don't let your soul pull you down. Don't know. And so we've always kind of said that, but now more than ever before, <laughs> we really need a culture that is strong, strong in faith, strong confidence in God. And I think you would say this is one of the ways that we directly combat some of the lingering threats yes. of kind of this post-pandemic season that we're in. Absolutely. And so I would just say, I look around the country and I see parts of the country just seems like, you know, in southern states and all, I would say you guys have it a little bit easier than some of the churches <laughs> in the northwest. And then probably the northwest has it easier than some of the churches in Canada. Mm. And then Canada has it easier than some churches in countries and nations where they're apt, actually suffering right now and being persecuted for Christ. Right. I mean, you go on and on, like the degree of things we're, that are opposing right. us. But at whatever space you're in, um, I, I would just say in that space, this is the best thing you can do is that church leaders need to be grounded in a culture of faith and confidence. So good. So we've all seen environments and walked into rooms where culture is alive, thriving. It feels intentional. It feels clear. And we've all walked into rooms where it, it felt very unintentional. Right. Could you talk to us? Like, what's the difference between those two spaces? Well, I, culture is by design and not by default. And I'm always like, I'm always wanting to say, you know, that doesn't seem or smell authentic. Yep. Um, I'm always you know, the first one to say it's coming off a little bit gimmicky, you know? Um, so I would just say that digging down deep in terms of authentic courage and confidence, um, versus doing, you know, something that is not really a shift on the inside of you will always be picked up on <laughs> yeah. by people around you. Yep. And I would say our worship teams right now, more than ever before, I would speak to worship leaders and worship teams that, you know, just just be aware that when the performance part of you is high and mm. that people people feel it and sense it, it's not energy that people are against. It's uh, something that has to be manufactured. Yeah. That people would yep. struggle. Yep. And so I'm not telling you to be quiet or to not, you know, get yourself up. I am saying dig dig deep within for and look for real shifts that come from a heart and a and a hope and a faith. When you think of a team that really gets it in terms of intentional culture and 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 leading an intentional culture in their church, what does that team look like? That that team looks like people in their right space to start mm. with. Mm. I wouldn't put everybody at the front door and expect them to greet people yeah, with joy. Good. Yeah. But there are some people you could like tap them on the shoulder right now. You got that. Mm. You belong at the front door, mm. go to the front door, put them, put them on the front lines to greet because they, they do that with a smile. Um, but then there's an organizer that maybe doesn't have the face for the front door, but they can definitely organize what's happening as people pull in the parking lot, as people get to the front door and they have children that they're walking, how to get to mm -hmm. the, you know, the children's area, get people in their right space. Like if a, a healthy culture is people excelling 
and and at the at the it's thing great. that they are naturally gifted to do. It's great. And when you do that, the atmosphere just like comes alive. Mm. Like the whole place comes alive with an awareness like, wow, people are real here. People are authentic here. But you're not letting the mood, you're not letting the mood of the day govern. You're getting people right into the right spaces where they excel and they do well. So there's no shortage of opinion out there right now as to how the church should look moving forward. Mm. A lot of different opinions. Right. And so speaking from a team member's perspective for a second, as someone who's on a team, if I'm watching my social media, I'm not going to lack for people telling me the church should be more this or more that. or, And um, if not led, I could go down a number of different trails you know, in, in my mind and in my heart. So can you talk to us about the need right now for pastors to be really clear about the culture of their church? You know, culture is simply, this is how we do things here. Right. So talk to us about the need for clarity in culture from a pastor right now. We've talked a little bit about it on previous podcasts. I'm really glad we're circling back to this, but I am going to give an answer that I feel like we just need to all stand up for and stand our ground on and that is that the church needs to be kingdom minded yeah beautiful the church needs to be kingdom minded more than more than anything else in light of everything that's going on in our world we need to be careful about adopting the latest faddish thoughts of the world Mm. Like we need to be really cautious that we don't go, oh, wow, the church needs to change to be mm. more like that. Well, yeah. The world's telling us, oh, let's listen to the world. Let's listen to what the world is saying. We need to be really careful mm. about that. And we need to double down on kingdom in response to what the world is saying. So maybe we haven't actually said some of the things that we need to say right now Mm. maybe we haven't been there hasn't been a need for us to step out and invade some space so to speak uh on behalf of kingdom like there is right now and i would say that that the qualifying dynamic of where we need to go in the future is that we need to be more about the kingdom what what is the kingdom position it's great on these topics and the things that are actually bubbling up at the surface of society where there's great mm. debate and controversy we really need to and don't be flipping about it i would just say don't be too quick like if you really don't mm. have a strong feel on scripture or you're just hearing what someone else says like like mm. think it through <laughs> but the kingdom the kingdom the kingdom everything right now i would just encourage all church leaders Let's focus on come your kingdom, hmm. be done your will on earth as it is in heaven. So what would you say to a team member? But like, I really want to talk, talk to teams for yep. a second. What yep. would you say to a team member? They've got a lot of voices going on. They've got a lot of thoughts going on. Um, I'd like to see my church do more of this, or I'd like to see my church more discipleship or more worship or just whatever whatever their thoughts happen to be. Like, what would you say to a team member right to their heart about the importance of aligning and syncing up with their pastor first? 
and and keeping just keeping the voice of their pastor in the house central in this season of kind of great debate about right. where the church is headed. Right. I I would say that there's uh, I just watched Top Gun movie and <laughs> I I really like Top Gun <laughs> movie, but probably one of the keys is is that the instructor Tom Cruise repeats himself. It's like a theme in the movie is don't think just do Mm. now these are brilliant thinking people these are some of the smartest people on the planet that are flying these fighter jet airplanes Mm. and all of a sudden he says to them when you get under pressure if you want to survive it Mm. don't think just do Mm. And what he's saying to them is that that is not the time to wrestle with what you've learned or you've known or to try to do something fancy or different. It's time Mm. to lean in to what you have been taught and what you know and to do it Mm. and to do it and to do it like with precision and do it with excellence and do it with all your heart and be fully committed. Mm. Like you cannot hesitate on this. You cannot. I know we're right flying a different mission right now. I know you've got different hills or mountains that you got to climb up out of in this this mission we're on right now. Like this is a different terrain, this is a different territory. But remember this, like the best thing you can do is lean into what you know and do it instinctively without hesitation. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would say right now is that picking up ideas from the world and picking up oh this and that and start kind of getting in that seat where all of a sudden, mm. oh, the church of the future is going, you know what? The church of the future needs, if anything, to rely on the strength of the past. Mm. We need to rely on where we've come from. We mm. need to get back to gospel, if anything, like go back to the muscles and the strength of the early church, you know, in the sense of, in other words, don't get into faddish, don't get into new, don't get into worry about the sounds. I hope mm. this makes sense to somebody because yeah. it makes a lot of sense in my mind right now. We really need more than ever before not to overthink things come together unite let's be the church and Mm -hmm. teams need to come together yep and staff need to come together and they need to come together around the theme of their pastor let's go do church like we haven't done church in a long time Mm. and let's give it our best this weekend Mm. and let's rally people and let's let's have worship like we haven't had and let's greet like we haven't greeted and let's teach our children like we haven't taught them like lean into the familiar Yep. So I sound like I'm feeling like I'm about to preach right now, but <laughs> preach. It is really I, I think this is where the whole thing of culture, Brandon, comes out, you know, as I talk to you guys today, is that I I feel like that when it comes to what rises and falls on, you know, mm. leadership is right now we really need to rely on our character our core competencies and our culture and understand it is enough. Mm. It is enough to refresh hearts. It is enough to renew spirits. It is enough for people to get saved and come to Jesus. If we'll lean into that. I think it's been easy to assume that because the last couple of years have had its difficulties that, that it's hard everywhere. 
and that that every church is stuck. Yeah. I think it's really easy to believe that when the reality is, and you know this, there's there's churches building buildings everywhere. Right. U.S., Canada. Right. There's churches taking ground. And while we all have experienced certain elements where we took a, a step back. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of the church that's taking ground. And would you talk to us about this idea that it's important that we don't create a culture of being stuck? Right. Even though times have been challenging for all of us, there's a lot of life out there right now. And there's a, there's a lot of people coming to our churches right now that, that are new, new faces. Yep. So maybe just talk to us about what it means like in this season to create a culture that is forward looking and forward, forward moving thinking. and realizing that God's doing a great work right now. Yeah, we're, we're talking right now in this because we, we want to help somebody that might be stuck. We want to help a leader that might be hesitating. Like we're we're kind of like going back and saying, you know, we're, we're, we're all no one left behind. <laughs> Come yeah. along with yeah. us. Here we go. And that's what we're doing right now. But I would say as a rule. Like, like I'm saying to you, don't talk about it anymore. Yeah. I'm saying to you, like, if you've got a staff member or something, you need to reach and put your arm around them and bring them along, bring them along. Like I'm bringing you along. Do, do that. But as a rule, like leave it behind, let it go. It's like what pandemic, like, I really think it's time <laughs> yeah. for us to rise up, build the buildings that we're, we're called to build. I've seen people rally. And I've got friends that are watching right now that are in building programs and miracles are happening. Doors are opening up. I know in our own church, we've raised money um, around redoing and remodeling our children's centers. And we're doing things. We're in construction right now. Like we're refreshing the grounds and the, you know, and the classrooms and we're bringing new uh, we brought Rooted uh, on board with our church. I think we talked a little bit about that, but Rooted is a discipleship yep. kind of course. And man, we're just breaking out into, we've got a brand new church essentials, we call it, but it's basically welcome to church class. Why? Because right now is the time. Now is the mm-hmm. time to, you know, not stay stuck in what has been, but to think forward as you think forward, you move forward. And you find the life that God has for us. It's beautiful. And it's awesome what God is doing. Maybe one of the last questions I have for you is I've heard culture described as a bucket that leaks. Mm. That no leader can ever afford to just set it and forget it when it comes to culture. That this will be a continual job of ours to continually lead culture. Mm. And so talk to us for a minute about how we we should just never take the, the, the... foot off the gas right in this area of church life otherwise eventually it will leak yep and and run out in your church so what they call it brandon is entropy and entropy just means Mm -hmm. that if you have a wall that's been painted 10 years ago you painted it white it's probably now not white anymore (laughs) it's probably like a gray color or a gray tone (laughs) because over time yep um and that's really what is meant at least in my mind on culture leaks Mm-hmm. is that over time, over experience, over changes, over adjustment, that what was at one time like a pure, strong message, a vibrant message of hope and a vibrant greeting at the door, a vibrant parking lot, um, those things all suffer from entropy and it all goes down. And then pretty soon if you're in that room, you don't even realize that the wall is actually not white anymore. 
And, you know, if you're in that church, you're like, no, no, we're good. We have welcomers and we have, you know, and one of the, one of the, I was on another uh, podcast as a guest earlier today. And one of the things that encouraged me was that it was someone who had visited our, one of our locations last weekend. It was our Bellevue location. And they just made the comment about how friendly our, our front doors are, our lobby, Mm. Um, how people were so, you know, friendly and kind and smiles and treated them as if they knew them and, you know, things like that. And, you know, of course, that made me just feel great because I know we don't always we don't always hit the bullseye. But knowing that an outsider can walk in, an outsider can experience something that's life giving. Mm. Um, and I would just say to to everybody today culture does leak like it's just yep. really true so look around you ask some questions ask for others for input find out where you know where have we um, maybe had entropy in our organization mm. where's yep. entropy in you know in our in our worship in our flow mm. and what do we need to do to bring some life yeah. back and strength back and energy yeah. back and where do we need to bring some joy back? The joy of the Lord is our strength. And we lost it somewhere in our function, yep. our organization. So when you're fighting for culture, you're fighting for those values mm. to come back around and be renewed mm. in a fresh way. And I love the way you started this today because I think it was really honest in the sense that you were saying, well, you know, we've heard about culture in the past. And so... You know, it was almost like you said, why do we need to hear about it now? Or what's changed that we need to hear something new? And I know you were representing a voice that's out there. And I'm glad we were going there today. Because what I would say about all of the, the good qualities of life is that restoration of those qualities is essential to longevity. It's so good. I must renew my mind. And I must yes. renew my mind forever. Mm. I, I and just like I you know I need to take a shower I took one today <laughs> and I took one a week ago I took yeah. one yesterday I, took, yep. I need to take one again tomorrow yeah you know yeah, it's great. just part of life life is going to have entropy life is going to gather stuff so I just hope every viewer every listener who may have thought well give me a new thing like I've heard about culture before I hope there's a higher regard as we yeah. exit this podcast today that you'll talk about as a team. Yeah. I hope you as a team will discuss this and look around you and look around your church and look around your team and ask yourself, where, where do we need to come back to it? Where do we need to be renewed? Where does culture need to be restored mm. for us to be that healthy, dynamic, life-giving team and church that God's called us to be? Well said, well said. And I think that's why we chose to go down the lane of the three leadership distinctives. Um, they're all very old concepts, yep. character, yep. our core competencies, our culture, but none of them can afford us taking the eye yep. off the bullseye. Right. And, and, and it's just, just imagine if character became you know a secondary focus for us or right. our core competence i think that's what we're trying to say is we right. can't get tired well when any of it becomes secondary we suffer exactly you know we and and that's where we lose ground we don't lose ground because the world is hard and difficult and you know i know a lot of people would say well wow 
you know, that happened because of the pandemic. And I would say I refuse that. Like, I'm talking about failure. I'm talking about moral failure. I'm talking about things that are not of God. Yep. I just would resist that. I would say, well, it might have been the slippage of character during a real difficult time. Mm. But the world and the power of the world, we, it, it doesn't have enough. We're overcomers. Mm. You know, if we keep our focus on things like character, core competence, and culture. Yep. Last question for you. And my question is, what could a team practically do after hearing this episode today to bring clarity to their culture and strength to their culture moving forward? I know years ago we felt the need to do that even within team church. And it was out of that season that we wrote our team church creed. Mm. And it was just language to bring greater clarity. This is who we are. This is how we do things, you know, in this tribe, right. in this house. Just uh, what, what could that look like for a, a team to practically apply this in this I, season? I think you, I, th I would just say that the team church creed, there may be some that haven't look, looked at it in a while that are familiar with it. There may be some other viewers who are not even familiar with it. So the team church creed would be an example of something that we, we go to and we mm -hmm. measure ourselves based on our vision of who we're called to be. Mm. And, and I think this is a really good time for teams. Uh, what can we do? We can evaluate ourselves. Mm. Mm. We can talk about this with an honest, and an openness even if you lead an area that there's been you know there's been slippage in an area on your team uh, be open right now and ask for input and guidance let's get to work Let, mm. let's 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 go back to working on things that really matter like the things that are um, they are essential they are necessary and let let I would just say evaluate mm. it and get back to the doing of it would be what I would advise any team to do. Pastor Kevin, thank you. Thank you for a great conversation today. And thank you for raising the importance these last few episodes of the leadership distinctives. I, I pray this has added value uh, to every team who's joined us. And for everybody watching, we want you to know enthusiastically, you are invited to join us this year at Team Church yeah, Conference. Yeah, come uh, to Team Church here Conference. Here in Tacoma, August 1st through the 3rd. It won't be the same without you and your team. Make sure you don't come alone. This is a conference built for the whole team, uh, the whole family. Uh, you can find out more information at teamchurchconference.com, teamchurchconf on Instagram. Uh, it would be our honor to host you and your team this year for a really important year, our 20th year. Yeah, and uh, excited. So thank you, Pastor Kevin, for a great conversation today. And God bless you out there.